this has been, I mean, there were some sad moments, but <laughs> a really interesting conversation. Seriously. Like I didn't even know that I had some of those questions either. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so amazing. I really hope this episode gets people thinking mm-hmm. about if they enjoy being seen, but they prefer to hide. <laughs> what does yeah. that look like for them? All those right. sorts of things. Yeah. Work. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Lisa. And this is There Are No Tangents. Feels like I see this all in a dream. What's the purpose of a human being? Never mind me. I'm just lost in my thoughts. What's the topic? Ain't no topic. Keep it going, no, no, stop it. Don't get the picture, then we grab it. With no emotion, what's the logic? Not on the surface beyond that Pull back the curtains, I'm on that Once we take it there, ain't no going back Don't be losing the topic, man We gotta stay on track, yeah You so crazy, yeah, I know it Tell me a story Like a poet, yeah, like a poet We getting lost in our thoughts Welcome to the show Emma and Lisa, they already on the road Hi Love <laughs> <laughs> it who I think you are well who do you think I am I hope I'm who I who you think I am well maybe you're not I don't think you are I think you're something different I'll tell you who I think you could pass as okay Moira Rose (laughs) (laughs) but um I think that's not but I love it I'm just like so so good so what, oh gosh, that's actually, I had not thought of Moira Rose. I so, had thought of her, but I was like, I can't, I, how, so. That's a great one. No, I was like, maybe I will try steampunk, but I don't have all of the necessaries really to make it very effective. So this is like what I could DIY I before I went to sleep last night. I love it so much. Maybe I should be Moira Rose. That would be delightful. I mean, I think you could kind of pass for it. It was the glasses or whatever that made me think, okay, not her. But if you took those off, I think you would be her. <laughs> Obviously, if you can't guess what I am, you need help. Uh, many mouths? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because, um, well, this is, at, you know, these are Addie's. She's going to be a cat. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah it actually comes with and I didn't wear it because it was uncomfortable for me but it comes with a little bow tie and I was like I feel like that's more mouse like yeah but it's supposed to be a cat so but I was like oh I'm not going to be able to deal with this while we're um." so I just had a great inspiration for Halloween I'm going to dress up my cat as Emma (laughs) yeah Let's do it. <laughs> Slap a little crazy wig on there. And um, yeah, I just, cause it's black already. Like, I don't know. I was thinking like, if you had been wearing the bow tie, right. then I would just put a little bow tie on him and he could just be. Yeah. Well, he can borrow this one after. after <laughs> <done with> it. <laughs> oh man. How fun. I know this is exciting. Yeah, welcome to our Halloween episode, everyone. You get this one a day early. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so quickly before we forget, we wanted to say we have an email address. We do, and we would love for our favorite listeners to email us if you have a question or a comment or a suggestion. Yes. That email address is there are no tangents at gmail.com. It's very official. We check it never, but we're going to start now. Correct. Because <laughs> we're, <someone> will. <laughs> we're going to be getting a big influx of emails. Exactly. We're going to be beauties. flooded with commentary and questions and we're going to be ready. Yeah. So I wanted to just give that a little. I'm glad yeah. you did that housekeeping item. So this is a topic. Um, if you watched, I believe it's in the pet peeves episode. 
-hmm. we went through a list of like, here is a bunch of different stuff we've thought of. And we've of course thought of more, but one of the things on that list was the topic of being seen versus being seen in a certain way. And so we've had that conversation and it's been a while ago, Mm -hmm. Um, but we were thinking that, you know, this could be an appropriate topic for today. Uh, since it's Halloweeny in a way, Halloweeny. Yeah, sure. yeah. Roll with it. We're gonna go with um, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know, just the whole idea of like personas and masks and all of the things uh, that go along with this particular holiday. Do you? Hmm. Have you ever thought about being seen, Lisa? And <laughs> oh, I thought that was telling. <laughs> <laughs> This is my answer. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I think, well, I mean, I think it's really human to want to be seen in a way that in the sense that we all want to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. I think, you know what I mean? And we want to be, we want our gifts to be recognized and, and that sort of thing at a deeper level though, the thought of being like seen and that's so appealing, but at the same time, it feels like, Ooh, like then I don't have any privacy, <laughs> you know, I don't there, if it's like all out there, mm-hmm. then there isn't anything that's just mine. But I mean, here's kind of a question or amusing. Do you think that we really because of ego structures and that sort of thing, do you think that we are even capable of actually seeing someone else? Like really, really fully, right? I've actually, I've not thought about that before. Yeah. I almost felt emotional when you asked that question. Like that's crazy to me because there's something about the thought of that not being possible that makes me feel sad. Right. And I'm certainly not asserting that it is impossible, but at the same time, it's like, just because we're human and we tell ourselves our own stories and we have reactions and like, so is there sort of an inherent, I don't know if block is the right word, but like an inherent like distance, a separation that will, or that at least maybe makes it really difficult Mm -hmm. to completely see and Mm -hmm. experience another person for like who they really, really are. And further to that, if they haven't done that exploration to try to get at their own essence, like if they haven't peeled back those layers, is it possible for another person to right. that? Yeah. It was exactly where I was going when you were talking, like in my, in my mind, which is another place that I don't feel like I've ever gone before when it comes to this topic, because obviously when I think of being seen, I think of like being the recipient of something, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. somebody is seeing me, but I wonder if it's more of a two-way street type of deal where like on my end, do I need to do anything or, oh, that maybe feels too active of a word, show up in a certain way or be more self-aware. I don't know what the word would be, but mm-hmm. do I need to be something mm-hmm. in order for that to even occur? Or is it possible for other people to see us mm-hmm. and touch on something about us that's like, really close to our hearts and related to who we are and our truest self. Is that possible mm-hmm. when we haven't done that exploration, as you said? So right. I don't know. I mean, because I, you have to be really open-hearted mm-hmm. yourself to really look at another person <clears throat> and I think experience what, yeah, like what their essence is if they don't, if they're not in touch with it, because, you know, we can all behave in such a way that 
to me, it feels like it would sort of, again, there's like a, almost like a barrier a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I would say it probably is possible. Like you can see another person and appreciate like, wow, Emma is so thoughtful and open-minded, mm-hmm. even if you're not necessarily always feeling that way about yourself, for example. And I'm not saying that you don't, I'm just, you know, as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but still, it feels like there's mm, like much right. because right. Okay, I feel like this is actually tangenting a lot because okay. I'm thinking of. I mean, it's the same thing, but it's pinging new things for me that I've never thought of before, or I'm thinking of them in a slightly different way, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, so whatever you had just said, like, oh, you said, um, you know, oh, Emma's really this and you're like hitting on these qualities right um that you experience right are those the naming of certain qualities is that what it means to see someone or Mm -hmm. is that different yes and your perception of what those qualities even mean right yeah that's right kind of shapes it. And then it becomes, um, not exactly about you, but still it's like, this is what I'm receiving. It's not necessarily who you are or Mm -hmm. at a deeper level, Mm -hmm. all of you or anything like that. Yeah. Yes. Because, okay. So a story's coming up for me y'all know it's going to be related to a therapy session. That's all <laughs> I ever freaking. Well, that's when I get a lot of like insights or whatever. And that's not the only time I could have, I'm sure a lot of different examples. This is just the first one that came to me, but so I wonder if there is something to maybe a sense of ourselves that circulates that we haven't quite put our finger on. And when someone else puts their finger on that, it's like, like you just feel touched or something. And Mm -hmm. so in this example, I'm thinking of, um, a few years ago or a couple years ago, or whenever it was with my other, other therapist, um, I was describing, you know, I was really pouring out my heart the best I can as a head type. You know, I felt, I felt like I was, um, and I was just describing these longings and describing these things. And she just, you know, looked at me and it was like the way she looked at me and she was like, you're a seeker. And there was something about that, that I was just like, I started to cry Mm -hmm. because I was so touched that she noticed it. But also it was really, really nice to have somebody be able to language my experience when I hadn't really thought of it in that way before, but it was like, yes, it was just a yes. Like that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Which goodness that kind of brings up even more. So like, I'm not saying that she would not have made that assessment, even if you weren't describing something Mm -hmm. but it it just kind of hit me like when I think of this question I think I am actually thinking of two different questions there's being recognized for like in this case like yes she hears me and she's taking what I'm saying and she's pulling out this specific word we'll say and I feel really recognized. And now I have the language mm-hmm. that I've sort of been looking for. Mm-hmm. And then, which I think makes total sense, right? Like, I think that is the kind of scene that we probably all really crave, right? Yeah. And, but I think and I don't know what this is, like where this comes from in my Enneagram or astrology or Myers-Briggs or whatever. (laughs) How to place it. (laughs) Um, I think what I idealize is the concept of like 
of it being beyond language. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like um, not having it be someone mirroring something back, mm-hmm. maybe in a way that makes me see or understand myself in a different way, but just being like, I keep using that word experience, but like just being completely experienced by someone else, I think. Okay. It's yeah. actually how I believe I'm like kind of separating those two concepts for myself. And that's for me, like, that's like a really like, yeah, like ideal, like romantic, like fantasy, like it's impossible probably, Hmm. or that's something from like a story. You know what I mean? That's something from a book. Okay. So I think I almost need like an image or an example of that because yeah, you're right. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's it right there. That's, that's what we all want. And that would, yes, I want to be experienced or whatever, but mm-hmm. what does that look like? Right. So you're saying it's more of an ideal, which is yeah. what you were going. Okay. Yeah. I think it's more of an ideal. So for like someone else, just to be like, without my having to say a word necessarily, you know what I mean? Just like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So there is that. Let me try to nuance that a little bit more though. Like for someone else just to, I guess it's a presence to just be present and like absorb, like here are your qualities. Like you're really amazing qualities and not necessarily even reflected back. It's just that I can't take it any further because it feels like such a fantasy world. Okay. So I'm wondering, is it maybe not exactly this, but related to this? Because again, I'm trying to firm up this concept because I'm like, well, what would that be like? But is it, you're not talking to them and trying to convey. Exactly. It's your, um, your being and doing your thing. And is it like they have observed you? I guess observed, I I think that would tie in with experience because I can't get away from that word, but just, yeah, I think observed and uh, just absorbed, like here is who you are. Here is what you are. Here are these qualities that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's the, like, I can talk about myself Mm -hmm. and you can glean some information from what I'm saying about myself you know, but then also like, am I being really accurate in how I'm describing myself? I'm describing myself in the way that I see myself. And is that really accurate? Right. Um, so to get back to your story, I think that you, that was accurate and that was real. And that was a very beautiful way of being recognized. Which is why it probably touched me so deeply is because it felt true. Mm-hmm, what I'm exactly. always seeking, right? Like I want the truth and I want what's real. Um, so in that, it was like, there was something in me that really recognized that and connected with that super deeply. If mm-hmm. she had said to me, well, you are, I don't even freaking know, like you are a pure rebel rouser. <laughs> whatever but like that's not to say I don't have some of that in me but I would have been like oh Mm -hmm. really like what makes you think that like whatever um so yeah I think there maybe that's an element of element of the one component of being seen not the Mm -hmm. idealized that we just described maybe but that the other way of yeah somebody being able to reflect something back to you or whatever but yeah um oh I feel like I have so many thoughts in my head right now and um I don't really know where to take it next because I'm like we could go here we could go here we could go here um just let let just just let something come out what wants to come out well, I mean, I'm still thinking about the being, the being seen thing. And it's almost like I can't, it feels tangled, but, um, I guess one thing that comes up out of the 50 things in my head right now, <laughs> is there something it, it it's a little bit tied into 
because I'm trying to still get a grasp on like your idealized version of being absorbed or being experienced Mm -hmm. because I love the thought of that. But I'm like, how, like the closest I can get is like being observed Mm -hmm. and they're just telling you their experience of you Mm -hmm. and it can kind of catch you off guard if, because it's almost like, oh, I didn't even know they were paying attention. Yes. I was going to say there's that attention. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's something around attention. That is certainly an element of, of being seen. Right. Sorry. That just made me think of like the concept of like just being fascinated by someone or having someone just be fascinated by you, which is another sort of like longing, like, Yes. I feel like that again is so human and why wouldn't everyone want that like enraptured yes you know what I mean exactly coveted but in a way that's like again it's like there's a certain quality of attention and I think this goes back to that question of like are we even really capable of seeing another person because they're like Again, I, okay, so here is maybe what I'm coming to with that. I think it's definitely capable to see and appreciate certain qualities Mm -hmm. in another person. Yeah, it just feels like there's too much. There's too much for that other person to have to like have unwound for themselves and for you to have to unwind for yourself. Right. Yeah. That's kind of depressing, isn't it? It is. I feel kind of sad. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to get to like a sad place, but it just like, I had not, we have brought this topic up before and I never had that question. Right. Oh yeah. This is a lot of this is really new for me. Like, um, and that's why we do this stuff is to parse these things out and flesh them out. Okay. So here's a question I'm, that's coming up. I don't know if it's the right one. Mm-hmm. Just going back to the original topic of being seen versus being seen in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think here's where we should have maybe prepared more. <laughs> it's like in terms of, I, I like tangible examples. So I have a question, but I don't know that I have like an example to provide to distinguish okay. this could even be a thing. But like when we say like, oh, I want to be seen or I don't want to be seen. Is that more related to kind of that heart quality of truly being seen for who we really are, like our essence? Or is it like when we say that, are we like, I really want people to see me at how I see myself or I really want them to affirm my self-image or whatever. Here's what I, here's what just came to me. And again, I need to think of an example to firm this up, but what came to me is I think what I want is to be seen for who I am at my core, but I settle for being seen in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That feels really human too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, Well, because I think we have, you know, like, um, what's an example of something I want to be seen as a, I don't know, a creative person. Uh, I consider myself to be a creative person. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what I want other people to see or to reflect back is, oh, you're creative. Like, oh, great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I believe this to be true about myself. And to your point, you've just affirmed it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that feels like something that's, um, so personality, not essence. Yeah. Right. So are the things that we see in ourselves that we want other people to see, are they inherently more ego-based sort of versus like, here are really my essential qualities. Mm -hmm. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. 
I'm thinking about it. Um, it does make sense. Maybe it is a little bit the difference between being seen and something registering cognitively versus registering more at a heart level. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think most of us in our society are, we can be quite repressed in the heart. You know, it's all about the mind and, and now we're, you know, we're starting to get into embodiment and things like that. People are still very out of touch with their bodies, of course, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways, but still we're like, we're going and doing stuff, yes. but like to be able to really sit with the truth, um, that's, you know, that our heart wants to reveal, I feel like is pretty rare. And so I'm, I guess I'm wondering is part of it. Like, like if I say like, or not me, because, you know, somebody that is just met you or whatever. And you, so you consider yourself a creative person and they are like, wow, Lisa, you are so creative. Does something like that touch your heart or does something, or is it more like, Oh, thank you. Like, I mean, I don't know. And cause everybody's going to feel those things differently. So I'm trying to describe. I, well, I would feel it. I would register it at a body level, like, it, like a little ping, like, mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean anything. And so it would feel, um, satisfying mm-hmm. for the moment, yeah. but I'm still gonna, oh, when's the next time someone is going to tell me that I'm nice or, you know, <laughs> or I'm creative or, or whatever, like it's not, it's, it's not deeply meaningful in the same way. Yeah. I know what you mean. Oh, I just thought of something else. I'm not saying I don't want people to think I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. I do. I guess. I don't know what I want. I don't think you're sweet. I'm sorry. <laughs> kidding. Other people do. And I get that a lot. Like, oh, she's so sweet. Like, and I'm like, I always feel kind of let down. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just literally talked out of two sides of my mouth. I was like, <laughs> I do want them to see that. And then I'm like, I feel left let down. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe I don't really, that's the difference between the head and the heart. It's yeah. Like, right. And so it's kind of like, great. I can work that out. Like in my brain, like, Oh, I'm glad they thought that or whatever. But to your point, it doesn't mean anything. Like if somebody just really saw me or really wanted to exp- like, I don't know. It's just, or maybe that's still, maybe it isn't really going to that true deeper scene. Maybe it is still, I'm wanting something to be affirmed that I see myself as that I would want somebody else to see. Mm-hmm. So it could still be an imagey thing because if somebody, instead of saying, um, oh, she's so sweet. I'm thinking about like, there was, you know, somebody we had just recently met that then later, uh, ran into my husband and said, uh, I met Emma and she is just so sweet. And he relayed that to me. And I was, I just, I was like, great. Like, I mean, it's nice to be liked. Yes. Right. I assume that means she likes me. Could mean she, maybe she don't like sweet people, but I, I took that to mean <laughs> totally like, <unlikely. laughs> like, I liked her. If she comment on it, then yeah. she probably appreciated that about you. But I think it's just, maybe it is that idea of, mm. are there, do you, generic, that's generic. the thing. Generic. I was going to say, it's that kind of idea of like, nobody wants to just be, well, I, I say that, see, I'm making these like absolute statements. Like nobody wants to be just like ho-hum and like, oh, they're a nice kind. No, I was going to say if uh, like a high compliment to me would be for a stranger to meet me and then to reflect to someone else. She was really interesting. Yeah. Like that, that would be a great compliment, right? Yeah. Not that someone seeing that you are a nice, kind, good person is not a good thing. Like, of course it is, but you know, okay. Personal in a way. Yes. So something that came up for me when you just said the interesting thing, and I don't, we might need to get back on track because this is a little bit of a tangent. Um, 
but I feel like we've discussed this briefly before as well is there is in my previous job because I was sort of in like sales-esque type work um, and I felt comfortable with this and I think it's how I more naturally am because I am so curious about other people I am not always interested in everyone like there are certain people that I'm very curious about and I'm really interested in and I want to know more about them um and so this came in handy but it was always like there was this line that um they would kind of say and then they would say you know it's better to be interested mm. instead of being interesting and so I took that to heart and so it's like since now I have distanced myself and I'm no longer in that position. I have come up against a little bit of this. I don't know if it's shame or maybe that's too strong of a word, embarrassment, something, some inadequacy, like something like, oh gosh, like I don't know what makes me interesting, but maybe that would be based on the person you're interacting with to yeah. make that assessment mm -hmm. um, or something like that. But like, I, so I would love to hear that, but I'm like, I, I, I've been so conditioned to be interested in the other person, not that I would be captivating or interesting. Mm -hmm. So, but I would like to be, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm just, uh, a lot of stuff is coming up for me too. So I think I, I would, interesting people, I am interested in interesting people, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so if another person doesn't come across as interesting, I can't come up with the interest. I just can't do it. So I can be warm and friendly and sure. make talk if I'm in a situation where I need to, but it is not enjoyable like mm -hmm. at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if I turn that around, I would rather, I don't even know how to like frame this or I don't know how to say it. This part might get edited. But I'm just thinking like, I, if it's one or the other, I'd rather be interesting. So that way people have an authentic interest in talking to me and interact. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so I, it's basically like, you're assuming that they feel the same way that you do. Like in that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like that's their perception as well. Is that, well, if she's not interesting, I'm not interested. Right. Yes. And so that's not necessarily true. Like some people are really good at pretending to be interested when they're not interested. Sure. Yeah. And I will say if I'm in a situation where I am interacting with someone I don't find particularly interesting, I still want them to feel good about the interaction. Like I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, she really hated me or, or, or whatever. Like yeah. I never want someone to feel that way because just because you're not interesting to me, doesn't mean that you're not interesting to someone else. But I, it, it's very important to me to like have meaningful conversations with people. This is something that we've talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. And if it feels like, so I'll use this as an example, like, Okay. I don't like to be asked a lot of questions. That means two different things. <laughs> yes. the, there's Just, like the, when I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. like, leave me alone. Let me adjust to the day. Uh oh, go ahead. Nope. I made a reel with you in mind. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. And I was going to send it to you, but the Instagram was doing that weird thing where it was like making my lips not match up. And I was like, oh, oh. I can't this and send it to her okay go ahead when you wake up in the morning yeah so like I don't like to be asked a lot of questions like when I'm waking up or whatever like you know just like let me wake up mm -hmm. and then there are times when you know someone is trying to get to know you or whatever and they're just asking you like a, a ton of questions and it's like am I being interviewed right and I mean, I like to talk about myself as much as anybody else does. Like if you really are interested in hearing what I have to say, I'll talk like that's fine. 
But if you're not going to do anything with the information, Mm -hmm. if it's just because you feel like you're supposed to ask questions, Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I don't like that. Mm -hmm. That makes me like, I don't know, like you're not really interested in what my answers are. You just think you should, this is how you should get to know someone just by asking a lot of questions. Yeah, that's very off-putting. It's not great, right? Um, So ask me questions if you really want the answers. This is the kind of relationship that you and I have. Like, you don't ask me a question if you don't want to actually hear the answer, right? Correct. (laughs) That is correct. I do ask a lot of questions. It's fine. Like, I want to know. Yeah, Yeah, you do. Right. Exactly. So it's like, I feel like, um, that's a way to be seen and recognized and feel appreciated by having someone like ask for your opinion or ask you an honest question and really want to hear what you have to say about it. You know, that feels good. That's a way to be appreciated. It It does. That feels really good. Um, but so I, and you know this about me, like my natural way of communicating with someone and getting to know someone is just to talk. Like, I will try to relate <laughs> by like telling a story or whatever. Yeah. And then I kind of like that sort of reciprocity. Um, also recognizing that I need to get better about asking questions of other people because not everybody communicates the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have tried to get better about it. I've tried to be more aware, like, mm-hmm. oh, you can ask a question now, not just wait for them to keep the conversation moving, you know? Um, Yeah. yeah. That feels like a, I don't know where we started with that. Where did that, that felt like a real tangent. That was a tangent. Oh, I said, (laughs) well, I, I think I brought it off with, you were saying, we were talking about how you were being seen and things people would say about you. And you said, I would, I would hope people would say, oh, wow, she's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I was kind of conditioned to think, Yeah, because being interesting is more, it seems less generic, even though it could be generic in its own way, but it feels less generic than just like, oh, such and such is really nice or. And you know, what's funny, like what makes a person interesting? So subjective. Right. So, I mean, totally. And I don't think it's always the same, even with, for me, you know, what I find interesting, right? Like, yeah, (laughs) totally subjective based on each person, but also based on I don't know. Like, yeah. Okay. This may be another tangent. Um, but what just came to me is like a quality of attraction and I don't mean sexual attraction necessarily, but like, yeah, yeah. You, you are just a person is just attracted to other people, right. Whether it's friends or or whatever. And I wonder how like attraction must play into like the interesting right? Yes, I think so. Now what that, I mean, that still is really subjective, right? Like it is, but oh my gosh, like now I'm thinking of a million things based on that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's going to be a whole nother probably conversation. I'm not sure if we want to, but I was just going to say, what is attractive? What do we mean when we say that? What are the different types? I mean, that could go. Yeah. Yep. It can definitely be its own conversation. And I don't know if we want to talk about it today, but that's. Yeah. What makes someone attractive to you versus not. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a conversation for another day. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as our tangent we were already on. Yeah. I think interesting is really related to attraction and what is like kind of disheartening to think about is like, you could find another person really interesting and like, you're having a great conversation. And then, um, and then like, they weren't really that interested after (laughs) they were just like really good at pretending to be interesting or, you know, yes, that doesn't feel great. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't. That sucks. Um, I've been in that situation before. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, you're right. I've, I'm lying. I am <laughs> always just captivating. No, uh, but oh, I don't like the thought. No, of that. I, I don't like that either. I really don't. 
Um, okay. So was there anything else on like being seen in a certain way? Right. I know. Cause we you had a lot of thoughts about that. And then I feel like I took over. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I mean, they were all totally jumbled up. Um, you didn't take over at all. I think the thing that had come up for me was right. Like the idea of being seen in a certain way that affirms our own self image. And is that really just, I want to say superficial, but that's not even the word I mean, like Mm -hmm. How satisfying is that really? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it feeds the ego. It doesn't really, it doesn't feed your soul. It doesn't feed your heart. That's not the, it's not the same. Yeah. One way to kind of take it. I mean, I don't know that this is completely relevant to the idea, but it's one thing, like, let's say I have an image of myself and that is affirmed by another person. You're right. It doesn't really feed my soul, but what happens when the response I get from somebody or the way someone experiences me on a generic level, um, or whatever, what happens when that is incongruent with my self image Mm -hmm. of how I see myself? Mm -hmm. So does it how much does it affect me? Does it really greatly affect me because of, I don't know what, like maybe it's a certain mood I'm in that day or it's, I do feel like for things to really affect me, say more in a negative way, like this is a completely, and I'm not talking about, oh, I feel like I'm really crap at this thing. And then the person says like, oh, you're actually really good at that. Like that would be different. I'm saying I have more of like a neutral or positive view and other people are not receptive to that. They do not enjoy that. They find it off putting Mm -hmm. and, or, or they see other qualities in me that whatever, I think for it to truly affect me on some level, I have to believe that there's a little bit of truth to that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. like, you know, it's the whole, we've heard this before, but if somebody's like, oh my gosh, your hair is so blue. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously not affected. And that's a silly example, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. something that is just so far off that it's like, all right, whatever you say. Um, but you know, if somebody says something about me that is like slightly shameful, something that I feel a little bit of shame about that's maybe buried even, it might not even be conscious, mm-hmm. but if it's, it really, it will affect me. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts from there too. Mm-hmm. But thinking of the, well, okay. So this is going in a slightly different direction, but okay. related. Um, I know I, <laughs> I've said this to you before, I think, you know, in a way I would like for someone to like surprise me yeah. by seeing something in me that I haven't seen or don't recognize. And I mean, it could be good or bad. Hmm. Because like for every positive thought I have about myself, usually there's a negative to balance it out. Right. Yeah. You know, um, and while I believe that I am generally nice and warm and try to be good to people, like whatever, I'm also a total bitch, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not a total bitch. (laughs) Okay. Just a little (laughs) bit of one. (laughs) A partial bitch. So if someone met me and was like, oh my God, she is a bitch. I would be like, I don't, I wouldn't like it, but I wouldn't be surprised either, you know? Or like we've, I've, I know we've had this conversation before. Like I believe that I can come across as aloof to people sometimes, although that could be related to situations where it's like, I'm not actually interested in this person, but I have to talk to them. And I feel like a wall but 
that doesn't maybe necessarily convey. And again, I wouldn't want it to convey, but I feel a reservation and aloofness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but, and you've said this to me before, like, I think you come across as warm and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Well, that's good, but it's just not how I always feel. But both are like not surprising to me. Right. Yeah. I I just want to be surprised. So maybe that's a way that I would like to be seen in just like your deep way is like, tell me something that you see that you can tell me about that surprises me. Yes. Um, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of an example for myself with that. Do you have any for you? Like um, when that's happened? Because I'm, I don't know. I mean, I guess there have been times where I've been surprised that maybe the other person actually vocalized something, but I don't think I've ever been surprised by anything that I've heard. And I don't mean like, I'm always hearing like, oh, you're so amazing and you're so wonderful. And like, I don't mean that at all. I I just thought of one thing. Mm -hmm. I've like, can't even visualize who this actually was, but I know it was said because it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not even been, been said like directly to me. It might've been like, this person said this about you. Mm-hmm. Um, something that surprised me was that I have been told not often, which is because I don't think that this is, I don't know, maybe it is true for, it might be true for some people, but I was told that I can come across as intimidating. Mm. And I'm like, um, I don't think so, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, well, it depends on what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, this goes to like, how do you define things? How does the other person define things? And so, yeah. Okay. Really? I'm in general, like, do you, do you think you're an intimidating person, Emma? Uh, no. Right. Um, and I think. I'm trying to parse this out for myself and my experience of you, which is, I think I like, I wonder if it's related to that sort of like quality you have of a little bit of reservation. And like, I now experience it as just being a little awkward sometimes or whatever. Like, oh, you're talking <laughs> to me. Okay. That's see, that feels accurate. Like oh, she's a little awkward. I'd be like, yeah, I feel awkward. And sometimes. I am too. So I say that with the utmost affection, of like course. that's not a criticism, but like oh, now yeah. I know you, that's how I experience it. I'm not saying you actually feel awkward, but you're kind of like, are you talking to me? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh God. Oh man. It's interesting, but it's, it's so true. Like, it's funny. I would say that about myself. Like, yeah. And, but I, I wonder if, if that's what that quote, like, you're kind of like, um, there's a bit of a reservation, Uh but also you're friendly and and warm, certainly. But I wonder if it's that like kind of reservation, that thin little veil mm-hmm. um, that would potentially come across as intimidating. Because I'm kind of like, I'm easily intimidated by like everyone. I can get intimidated pretty e- Like I, I don't usually show it. Yeah. I feel it. Not not with everyone, of course, but there are certain people that intimidate me and I'm just like, play it cool. Like, which is hard to do because I'm awkward. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but so I don't know if people can tell if I feel like they're intimidating to me. Yeah. I don't, I think probably people can with me because I start to like, uh, I don't know. I think it probably comes out in how I in my speech, like what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. Yes. And sort of you know, it's so funny because I'm like, also there's different ways people intimidate me. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we, again, what do we mean by this? Like, there's like a, you know, just the idea that somebody is super really bold and assertive. And it's almost like, I feel like, are they going to yell it? Am I going to get in trouble? Like there's like that kind of, mm-hmm. right. Um, then there's like, 
you know, for instance, like if I meet somebody who is just like seamless in their Enneagram knowledge, or they're so well-versed, I just, I know that their experience of the system goes deeper than mine. And it's like, that can feel intimidating to me, but it's not like in such a way that like, I would be like, don't look at me. You're going to think I'm stupid. Like that's sort of an intimidation. And then there's like other types of intimidation as well, where like, say there's some like attractive people or whatever, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, but yeah, right. But anyway, like if I encountered a group of like of people I perceive to be very sophisticated or like something like that, then I'd be like, you know, I want to stay away. (laughs) You know, like, because you are so creative and you do have so many skills. And I mean, I I think that could be intimidating, Mm. but as far as like your actual presence, as far as that whole aggressive thing, no. Yeah. um, I wouldn't think, but, um, yeah. So that's the only thing that comes to mind for me as far as mm-hmm. surprised, I guess, but I agree. I would like to be, <laughs> I was just going to say that I feel like this has been really, um, delightful and interesting and fascinating and captivating and all of the adjectives that I have used throughout this episode. But I mean that truly, um, I think we ended up in places we had no idea we would make it to. Mm -hmm. I ended that on a preposition for anyone taking grammar notes. (laughs) What you're saying is we'll just surprise our own damn selves. Exactly. Um, Yes. Love it. Uh, This has been, I mean, there were some sad moments, but (laughs) a really interesting conversation. Seriously, like, I didn't even know that I had some of those questions either. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so amazing. I really hope this episode gets people thinking Mm -hmm. about if they enjoy being seen, but they prefer to hide. (laughs) What does that look like for them? All those sorts of things. Yeah. Cause we, there was a component we didn't get into, which is the, well, we touched on it, but as far as like the levels of humiliation and shame (laughs) you know like like, the things we don't want other people to necessarily see and maybe that's a conversation for another time but um yeah I really enjoyed not getting any answers as usual (laughs) but having the questions that we can reflect more on and yes agreed we both hope that others will take the time to kind of consider these topics for themselves and I don't know, share opinions because we would really like to hear those. We definitely would. Don't forget about the email address that we have folks. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, friend. This was wonderful and happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Thanks for hanging with us through today's tangents. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back again soon, but meanwhile, you can follow along with us on Instagram at no tangents. We would love it if you would subscribe and maybe even consider leaving us a review, a highly complimentary one. Keep it going, no, don't stop it. Don't get the picture, then we crap it. With no emotion, what's the lie? We just lost in our thoughts.